Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 2022 Bald Move Awards, a.k.a. the Baldies, a.k.a. the only award show in the history of the world that matters at all, at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We distinguish ourselves by being the only award show that actually demonstrates our work. If you have a question about how the hell anything ranked as high as it is, well, we got like nine plus deliberation episodes that you can listen to that are hours long where we agonize over each and every one of these choices. Um, if, you, yeah. if you're a Nobel Prize winner, throw it in the garbage. Doesn't mean anything. No, Peace Prize, no. useless. You don't have a Baldy? Come on. You got uh, you got an Oscar? Shove it up your ass, literally. <laughs> uh, the Baldies are here in town. Uh, we, there's a couple other things that are different about the Baldies. Uh, it has to happen on a bald move network to count. If, uh, it's, it's the best movie or TV show of all time, but we haven't seen it. Guess what? It can get fucked because it's not part of the Baldies has to be something we covered. It has to have premiered between January 1st and December 31st of 2022. That's another big eligibility requirement. Uh, if it didn't, if it didn't get on bald move, that's what the biggest miss category is stuff that could have been on bald move and didn't. Uh, we, we'll be getting to that as, as well. We have many, many categories to get to tonight. Uh, in general, I think 2022 was an excellent year for television, and it was an excellent year for, for and, and movies, and it was an excellent year for Bald Move, because not only was there some mm-hmm. good television, but the, the return of Big Tent TV. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of people watching the same show in the form of House of the Dragon, and it felt really good. It felt really good to have a large community uh, looks like we've got that going again for 2023, uh, the early returns, The Last of Us, looking like it's going to make noise in the Baldies next year. Uh, just just a lot to celebrate, a lot to talk about. Should we? Do you have anything that you want to say in, in summation of 2022, or should we get right to the categories? One of the things that came in uh, and surprised me in 2022 was the return of Star Wars. I thought Star Wars was dead for me, and here comes Andor lighting a fire again. So happy to see that in 2022. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they can keep it. Hopefully they can keep it going. Uh, well, let's get to the categories. Our first category is best debut pilot. Now, this uh, uh, it, only obviously new television shows are eligible for this category, uh, airing between January and December of last year. This is kind of a chimeric category in that it can recognize an individual amazing pilot. Or it could represent the entire initial first season of something, this first effort. Um, but that's the, the criteria for this award. Um, the nominees, I forgot about this part of the whole process. The nominees, uh, in no particular order. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. Frantically scroll, frantically scroll. Um, commercial break. Let's go to a commercial break while you. <laughs> no, 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 no. In, in no particular order, the nominees are Andor, Speak of the Devil, House of the Dragon, Speak of the Other Devil, The Bear, Peacemaker, and Severance. Oh boy, who is going to win? Who's going to take home this baldy gold? There's rip it open the envelope, and we've got. Oh boy, this is a tr- this is a trick envelope. It's not giving up its contents. Severance. Severance is the best debut pilot of 2022. Congratulations to Adam Scott and the whole Severance team. Uh, We got rounding out the top five, The Bear, House of the Dragon at number three, Andor at number four, and a Peacemaker. Um, 
Would you like to know who the community, the Bald Move community, thought was the best? Because that's yeah. the other aspect. We got the, this is what me and Jim came up with. What did the community think? With a whopping 31% of the vote, Severance yes. took home the best debut pilot, Bald Move community. Can they pick it or not? Look at this. They know. It's essentially just a reworked version of our list. You got Severance is one, one Hot D2 with 29% uh, of the vote, just narrowly uh, hmm. being defeated by Severance. That was our number three. Andor's their number two with 13% of the vote. That was our number four. The Bears, their number four. Peacemakers, both of ours, number five. Good job, Bald Move community. Yeah. Good job. We've, we've taught you well. We've um, self-selected a group of like-minded people. Yes. Shocking when they come in yes. with similar results. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's amazing how all that works. Severance, mm-hmm. best pilot. It's in it's in the books. Uh what is our next category? Our next category is best comedy. Ooh, one oh. of the big uh one of the big categories. One. Always a tough one. Something that we don't really do a lot on Bald Move, but you know, we do watch, mm-hmm. we do like to laugh. We do like to watch funny stuff. Here's the best comedies. In no particular order, Peacemaker, season one, Atlanta, season three and season four. Is it cheating to stuff a category with two two seasons in one year? I don't know. Was it cheating in the 90s when they made 24 episodes of a TV show? Obviously. That's, that's why they still more than they made of Atlanta last year. That's why the TV commissioner in 2001 made it illegal to make a TV show over 13 right. episodes. So we we fixed that in the competition committee. Uh, also, Righteous Gemstone is competing. Rick and Morty and Res Dogs. Res Dogs. Uh, who is going to take home Baldy Gold for best category? Let's 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 open up the uh, envelopes. Ripped it open. I, I, I feel like ca- calling <laughs> calling Res Dogs Res Dogs is uh-huh. a lot like calling uh, J- calling Jared Harris Jerry Harry during yeah. the award show. Like, <laughs> and the award goes to Jerry Harry. It's reservation dogs. If anybody reservation really wants to check dogs, that show I, out. The, and 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 the official envelope has it right and has it the gold, the reservation dogs oh. winning top spot for Bald Moves TV category in 2022. Congratulations to all of the dogs of the reservation. Amazing, uh, Willie Jack Amazing. in particular. Uh, so this is for season two. N- n- trailing reservation dogs uh, by our lights is Atlanta. Number three, Peacemaker. Number four, Righteous Gemstones. Number five, Rick and Morty. Uh, Jim, would you care to make a guess at the number one community comedy? Uh, let's say Rick and Morty. You fool. It's Peacemaker. 24% wow. of the vote. 24%. Hmm. Barry didn't even make our list. Barry, uh, season three, of fifth, uh, almost 16%. You know, we, we go about this in the deliberations. And again, if you have any beef with any of these categories, I highly recommend you search out the deliberations, uh, which are going to be in this feed, correct? The prestige mm-hmm. feed yep. uh, to, to drill down on the one that you disagree with. But we thought Barry was a little bit off. I just they just announced today that the fourth and final season will be coming out this year. I think that's a good, good call. It is. Yeah. Barry needed tooth. needed destination. I think I I, I have high hopes for this, the, the final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bald Move Community really loving Reservation Dogs 13% of the vote at number 3 What We Do in the Shadows another one that kind of had an off year for us uh, but they had the 12% of the Bald Move Community love it at number 4 and then Atlanta is bringing up the top 5 of the community at 8.45% of the vote 
congratulations to all of our winners and runners up. Congratulations. Absolutely. Best comedy in the books. And that brings us to biggest disappointment, Aaron. This category is for stuff that we did watch and was, uh, let's say, at least a little anticipated, if not highly anticipated uh, by us. And it turned out to be less than we hoped for. So we're going to go down the list in no particular order here. We have Rings of Power, Ooh. Westworld Season 4, ah. The Boys, Herogasm, mm-hmm. and and the finale. We're lumping those in together. Mm. Uh, Black Adam, and we're also lumping in kind of the Dwayne the Rock Johnson saga uh, into that category. And let's find out who the winner is. Is it cheating to load a cat uh, the uh, nominee for a category with two... <sighs> two legs to stand on I don't think so I think if it was that disappointing we're allowed to make it happen alright I have the card in front of me Aaron would you like to know who the winner of this category is I would love to know who the winner of this category is in what I think is going to be a shocking upset uh oh it's Black Adam the saga of Dwayne the Rock Johnson Winning. Boo. I think we should boo. No, we, we get. Do we boo? Do we do we hiss? Do we clap, clap and boo. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only person out there clapping is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, we um we go off we go at length on this in our deliberations, but you know Black Adam was supposed to be the kind of the the cap on you know the 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 good cap on the Snyderverse. Uh, mm-hmm. It promised to re- bring Henry Cavill back into the Superman fold. Uh, is going to be another great badass role for The Rock, who is desperate in desperate need of more roles to to keep moving up that 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 badass la- ladder. And it was just mm-hmm. a disappointment on all fronts. And worse yet, there is this hubris of The Rock that is troubling me and making me think that it might might limit his yeah. career if he if he can't if he can't quite get his uh, get a hold of it. Yeah, the, the worm is turning for me on The Rock a little bit. Uh, he really got out there and kind of showed his ass, uh, not in the way you'd want on mm. Twitter uh, when he's talking about, you know, the cancellation of, of the Black Adam series and the Snyderverse stuff and his non-involvement with it in the future. Uh, it's, it's a bad look to say, yeah, I know everybody's disappointed, but also buy my tequila. Uh <laughs> There's, there's something about it that just struck me the wrong way. Maybe, maybe, maybe wait till tomorrow to, to drop yeah. that in your timeline, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And at least not in the same tweet. Just, just yeah. two tweets, maybe. I'm anyway, let, let's go down yeah, the list here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in the top five, in a particular order, there was Black Adam, like we said. Number two, Rings of Power. I think this is going to be controversial that Rings of Power did not win out because of how big and how spindy that show was. $500 how much million. It dollars they spent on this very average to be generous adaptation of yeah beautiful but i don't know parts of the cimmerillion the appendix of lord of the rings it's crazy yeah uh then there's the 1899 slash netflix uh debacle of last year then at number four there's westworld season four which boy canceled show never yeah it's the one two punch of the finale sucking and then finding out that there's no redemption for it there is no fifth season that's going to put a cap on it we're never going to find out about in the far-flung future Mm -hmm. the man all that is just going to be tears lost in the rain and rounding out the top five the boys hero gasm finale uh yeah so 
unfortunate list of things we had to watch this year. What about the community? Oh, that was the, the, they don't get a, a vote on that, category. right? That's no. just that's just a Jim and Aaron. Yeah, uh, they can't be disappointed for us. That's right. It would just be bald move in general, the biggest disappointment every year. We know it. Okay, we get it. Uh, here's one that I think it's the honestly community bullying is, at this point. The, the community might get a say in the next category, assuming I can find it on the list here. Did I just uh, give you none, no community? I don't trust you with the community's opinion, Jim. That might be true. It might be true. Can't handle uh, it. It's, it's best commission podcast, which uh, this category. Every category has, every ca- almost every category had a write-in this year because I had to combine. I had to combine the two rounds into one since I this this is the stupidest reason. This is the stupidest reason to not do two rounds of voting like we usually do. I could not get into our Survey Monkey account. Oh, I I had to go to support (laughs) to get them to change the email to my personal email so I could jump through the hoops and get it. I got it with like days to spare. That's why there's a little bit of a hurry up offense on this thing. I, I would love for this to be a bit like this is the part where Billy Crystal comes out and like tells a story. Yeah. During the award show about like uh-huh. how his his butler mixed up his keys sure. or something and sure. then his driver shit himself on the way to the theater. That's why he's late. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. No. What actually happened is Will Smith, every time I tried to send out the survey, he just came and slapped it out of my hands. Just just he wouldn't let uh-huh. me do it. There's there's a <laughs> award show story for you. But yeah, I find, so like uh, it, it, I don't think it hurt us too much because we had almost as many people vote this year, even though they had like 48 hours to do it as like oh, a two wow. week voting period of last year, which just shows at the heart we're all procrastinators, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, I forget why I went into this uh, th- this little uh, uh, because I might not have a vote here. We'll see, or I might not right. have a community vote. Right. Uh, but I do have a best commission podcast category. Uh, and this is gonna be. Can we can we talk yeah, about it, this a little bit? Uh, like, because we re yeah. like if you if you've listened to Baldi's before, you know we have this uh, this Safim or the Myth system. Yeah. Uh, that kind of like quantify our delight with the Commission podcast. We have reworked that to be the SIF system. Uh, mm-hmm. we've gotten rid of the media quality, so SIF is surprise factor. It's how interesting the podcast and how fun the podcast is. We used to have a media quality and the media quality and surprise factor were so determining of the ultimate value of the podcast that we decided Mm -hmm. to completely abandon the media quality because who cares? It's the podcast that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. And surprise, we we limited it that you can only be a plus one if it's a mild surprise that we liked it or a plus five if we are I'm sorry, plus two if we were blown away. These the other the the interest level and fun factor are one to five. So we we essentially de- we we completely deprecated the media quality. We rebalanced the the surprise factor, and we're putting front and center how interesting or fun a podcast is to try to arrive at. And then we in the, at the end of the day, uh, we look at the list and like, do we think this seems right? And then we kind mm-hmm. of put a manual touch on it too so it's a it's a sham it's a it's a sham it's a fraud just like any other award shows but at least we can hear the backroom <laughs> gossip so i think it significantly improved the list we had to do less uh reworking less, subjective yeah, less, stuff at the end but much less this is bullshit um yeah yeah so all right well let me run down the top five in no particular order we have i always want to say the vavitch it's the witch uh by by joey we mm-hmm. have Killjoy by Doug. We have The Wizard by Josh Josh H. We have Raiders of the Lost Ark by Bill Dodd. 
and we have Syriana by Robert. Uh, let's find out. It's a lot Aaron. of good podcasts, a lot of good commissions. Like, I like that I can actually get the gold, gold leaf look. It's, yeah, it's a, <laughs> these are we spare no expense in these envelopes. All right, here we Solid go. Twenty-four karat gold. Just Jim tearing through it like a maniac. And the winner of the 2022 Bald Move Award for Best Commission Podcast goes to Raiders of the Lost Ark, courtesy dun, of dun, 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 dun. Congratulations. Congratulations. What a crowd pleaser. Bill, Bill, come up. Take a bow. Is Bill? Yeah. Is Bill out there? No. Oh, man. Did he send a video package at least? No? no? Did oh, he eat God. the shrimp? He shouldn't have eaten the shrimp. Come oh, on, no. You know we better. Got an, air- got an airplane situation. Yeah. on our hands uh that i mean that that doesn't surprise me that's that was a super fun podcast it we're always we always do better podcasts when we're invested in the material yeah and we are highly invested in raiders of the lost ark it's like yeah that's like right behind star wars and star trek in terms of lifelong fascinations and obsessions with mm-hmm. uh we actually have mm-hmm. a we got a indiana jones commission that just came in uh, across our our uh, our office desk the other day. I think last last week someone commissioned. Is it uh, uh, the Last Crusade? Right? Yeah, it might have been Bill. I'm I'm not sure. But. I think it was. I think it was Return. So he's like he's. Uh, of course, this is before he even knew he had Baldi's gold. Now is he's uh, he's he's got right? a taste. He's got to want it's going more. for next year's award too. We'll I'm curious see. how in sync were we with the community? Uh, well, let me run down our top five. So as Raiders. Uh, number two was Killjoy. Number three was the oh. Witch. Four was Syriana, and five was the Wizard. Yeah, uh, hard to disagree with my own rankings, or at least me and Jim's rankings. Uh, that sounds and, right and to impossible me. apparently to disagree with our number one because the community chose Raiders of the Lost Ark as their number one as well. What's the percentage? Thirty six point six eight, which is a full twenty percent above the next highest. That's huge. Over a third of the yeah. Bald Move audience loving the Indiana Jones. Raiden. Here is something controversial, or maybe it's Uh-oh. not. Maybe it makes perfect sense given who was recording the podcast and who was listening. Uh, <laughs> the audience chose Succession, season one pilot and season two finale, as our second best commission podcast of the year. Dude, that shakes me. Like, that makes me <laughs> want to question everything I think I know about this podcast mm-hmm. game. We should just hate cast constantly. Yeah, because like we, we actually changed Bald Move policy where we will no longer accept hate cast type of uh commissions and it's the yeah. second like now what was the percentage on that it was 17.09 which is full 20 percent lower than raiders but still like one out of five bald move fans thought it's the best commission like us shitting on com- the uh, succession essentially well, i mean Having we didn't shit on it i thought we were two professional hours about it but yeah two yeah. bookending hours of two long seasons yeah it's it's an God. interesting choice. Um, yeah. They did agree with us on number three, though, entirely. The Witch. Uh, what a great movie. What a great podcast. Uh, Requiem for a Dream came in number four, not even appearing on our list. Wow. That's a hard-hitting podcast. Hard-hitting movie. And wow. Rounding out their community list is The Lost World Jurassic Park 2. That's insane. That's, uh, you got to tear the card up after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's just keep moving on. That was the gymnastics routine. Yeah, yep. No, I guess that I was a pretty well. funny podcast, though. I think that's a pretty funny podcast. Probably. It was enjoyable. Um, okay. We are heading into the biggest miss department. Um, 
this is a category. So this is the one time where stuff that wasn't necessarily on Bald Move can get nominated for the category. This are things that by Jim and I's estimation and your estimation as our community of listeners, uh, the things that would have been great on the Bald Move Network, but we didn't get it. And, and great could be defined in many different ways. Maybe you think that we have a particular voice that would have been good on this particular show for coverage. Maybe you think it was just a huge success and we didn't see it coming and we weren't able to, to, to horn in on it. Whatever, this are 2022's biggest misses of the year, again, in no particular order. We got Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Of course, me and Jim, big Star Trek fans. Good Star Trek back in the air. How did we miss it? Number five, Dark Winds. This is another uh, Zach McLaren is in on this project. It's another uh, kind of Native American type reservation dog show, but it's science fiction-y. Um, it sounds like a really, it sounds really great, great. I fully intend to watch it, just did not get around to it this year. We got Severance. Severance is in the running. This is your classic puzzle box science fiction, uh, super interesting social political commentary, and we didn't see it coming, but it's a great one. I mean, it's your classic reason we missed it too, right? First season show, unknown First quantity. Season, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, I mean, we 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 didn't know what we were missing out on. Andor, this t- show that we swore we would, we are finally not going to watch. We've fucking given mm-hmm. up on Star Wars. Uh, on Disney Plus and Andor came out and proved us wrong. Finally, Yellowstone and its various spinoffs, 1923, 1883. I remember five years ago when we were going through our trailer review and like Kevin Costner and some shitty Western for mm-hmm. like TBS or something. Nah, there's no way that's going to be big. And six years later, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Biggest miss. Let's find out who takes home Baldy Gold for Biggest Miss. Leading uh, one of the bonuses of get, being on Biggest Miss in Lesser Succession is you almost guarantee a podcast the following year. Uh, <laughs> let's tear this open and see what it says. Mm-hmm. Again, I, Succession, I'm lucky. Lucky it didn't run this year. Um, well, it's funny because we're gonna we're have, we'll have a special note on that. 2022 mm-hmm. Bald mm-hmm. Move Award for Biggest Miss, number one, Severance. Oh, give yeah. it up again. Severance is is racking up the baldy gold here. Mm-hmm. Um, number Rightfully one for so. for rookie season. Number one for biggest miss. Uh, following up is Yellowstone. It's very various spinoffs. Again, I I've seen some clips of that on TikTok. It looks good. I kind of like westerns, and it's just it just just got this massive audience. Harrison like we, Ford's in it. Harrison Ford's in it. You're like, what the hell's going on over there? What the hell's going on in Yellowstone? Yeah, what can bring Harrison Ford in from his weed tent? to film something and or uh was number three of course another star star wars is finally great and we missed it star trek strange new worlds another one we swore off of how the hell can this uh can this the same brain trust that brought us star trek disco and star trek picard which are i think shitty how did they make such a good star trek uh, we're still studying it. And then Dark Winds bringing up the rear. Number six was actually Secession Season 3 because we forgot. <laughs> you and I forgot that it wasn't eligible because it last aired in 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The community. God love the Bald Move community. Their number one biggest miss, Severance. 44% of the Bald Move audience. Craven. Wow. Cra- even even with Andor out there to vote on, even with Star Wars, Rick and all that stuff out there, 44%. Uh, well, I can make you all happy. There's no fucking way 
no fucking way we're not covering season two yeah. of Severance. And we might I'm find a way to, to see that so much of the audience wants it. Yes. Yes. Hopefully we'll have a For All Mankind situation on our hands, but uh, we'll see. Man, Apple TV's been killing it. They really mm-hmm. have so much interesting. Uh, they're just just a lot of interesting stuff over there. Um, Andor season one at twenty four percent of the vote. Fair enough. White Lotus season two at twelve percent of the vote. Yellowstone is very spinoffs. Kind of steep drop off here at six percent. And Rick and Morty. Ah, hmm. uh, season six. Rick and Morty. Ah, cheese. Rick got bumped because of the apocalypse of Ring of Power and Hot D. Congratulations to all of our winners, and to the Bald Move community, which are ultimately the yeah. biggest winner. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. Here's what's new in premium content for our club members. This Tuesday, we're back off the clock with a new premium podcast covering our experiences with the new Amazon series Fallout, Alex Garland's Civil War, as well as some thoughts on X-Men 97. Then on Friday, The Old Reliable, Lunch with Jim and Aaron. Join us in the Munch Crowd to watch us record live at 1 p.m. Eastern or check out the podcast later that day. If you want more Bald Move in your life, head over to support.baldmove.com to find out how you can get tons of bonus audio and video content plus ad-free feeds. Since the dawn of time, we've been putting clothes on our back that identify us with our people, our group, our tribe. And why Bald Move might be one of the smallest, weirdest tribes out there, transcending all concepts of border, class, culture, and creed, we still have respect for the old ways. At support.baldmove.com, you can get t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. We have something for every one of our podcasts, or just wear the four pips of the Bald Move logo with pride. Bald Move merch beats running around naked, and they make a great gift for the Bald Move fan in your life. Join our tribe! Head over to support.baldmove.com and click on merch to start shopping. And now, back with more Bald Move. Next category. It's mine still, right? I believe so. Uh, Best movie. Um, We have a lot of great movies this year in this category. In no particular order, the top five is Top Gun Maverick. Gee, that movie made a lot of money. Nope. Jordan Peele's latest horror film, The Northman. Criminally underrated. (laughs) Glass Onion and Knives Out tale. Turn, I turned turn around on the Knives Out franchise in 2022. And mm-hmm. then finally, everything, everywhere, all at once. Let's get to the envelope. Best first run movie. And the winner is, by Jim and Aaron's reckoning, everything, everywhere, all at once. Congratulations, oh, yeah. E-E-A-A-O. And bingo was its name-o. This, I mean, this is just a... This was... Um, I'm trying to think of like a movie experience I've had like this. Like I'm like this is up there with like the first time I saw The Matrix. This is up here with like uh Avengers Endgame, the first time I saw that. Like this was an event and it kind of came out of nowhere too. It was a huge surprise as well. So Yeah, this is something we didn't actually set out to cover no. um as a first run movie. I don't I think it, I don't know we, we talked did. about we, it on OTC. We did OTC uh, after it came out cuz we saw it the weekend it came out weren't really going to talk about it because we thought, oh, we don't we don't know what this is all about. It, it's getting buzzed, but whatever. 
saw it and were blown away and had to talk about it. So we retroactively did it on OTC. Yeah, it's just a great media night. We we went out uh, with the wives to have dinner. We went to the movies, and then we weren't done having fun. We realized that uh, um, Severance finale had come out while we were at the movies. We sat down and watched. What a fucking mind-bending wow. night wow. of television and movies. Uh, that one best first-run movie, uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out Tale, number two, uh, three, Nope, number four, Top Gun Maverick, number five, Northman. Um the community nice again yeah we are like fucking locked in sync everything everywhere all at once at 31 percent of the vote again almost Great. a third of bald movers saying it's the best movie of 2022 uh 16 said top gun maverick hard to argue with that hard to argue with the numbers glass onion and knives out tail at 12 percent. the batman at eight percent and then nope at five percent of the community vote so congratulations to everything everywhere all at once and the daniels you guys, between yes. this and Swiss Army, Swiss man. Army man, you are you have joined the the Bobby Eggy. Mm-hmm. I will watch anything that you make as soon as it comes out. That that's uh, you're you're on the, the list. One. You've made the exclusive list. Speaking of exclusive lists, Aaron, I've got a category for you. Biggest surprise. This, of course, is something that we were not anticipating, um, or perhaps something that we had a negative opinion of. And turned out to be awesome. Uh, think your Star Wars, your Star Trek, things like that. Uh, in no particular order, the top five: Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, The Bear, Peacemaker, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Andor. Aaron, let's find out. Drumroll: Who the winner is this category? Can't do a, a mouth drum roll. And the winner of 2022 Baldwin Award for biggest surprise goes to. Shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Again, stacking up to Baldy Gold this year. How could you not? Uh, the only way this wouldn't have won this category is if we had high, super high expectations for it to right. begin with. Right. And we didn't. So. But uh, I was thinking, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I was. I could have seen them doing something like another Swiss Army Man, you know, something mm-hmm. that's like very strange and odd and funny and quirky and, and meaningful. But the, the the level that they executed this on, yeah, was just way like the 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 action was cooler, the effects were cooler, the concepts were bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just just I, I I I admire this movie so much. It's it's highly entertaining and good for you to watch this movie. Absolutely. Uh, and then rounding out the, the list is at number two, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, narrowly beating out Andor. And I think that comes down to the pedigree of Andor, the the rogue one of it all, the born identity, the born trilogy of it all, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is The Bear. Number five, Peacemaker. Did the community not get a vote on that? Nope. I guess, yeah. Why would they? This is, I guess ranked by our do you have another envelope is it my turn? i do oh okay uh yeah we can we can move on to that uh this is gonna have a heavy community bin as a matter of fact i think it's only community it's best mm-hmm. bald move moment of 2022 i i don't even have a list to run down here this is all listener stuff so That's i just right. need to go ahead and open this thing this is a mystery surprise myself yeah <laughs> don't know if that's playing I'm glad you got to open this because I <laughs> stuffed it so I have an idea of what's in there. Oh, so this I can perfect. All right. it. 
then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to slowly raise it up. I yep, see that it says reveal. community. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to do the 2022 ball move award for best ball move moment goes to oh, yeah. slip it out slip it out oh the 2022 groundhog day marathon very nice <laughs> congratulations congratulations to punks tony phil yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure most of the people are thinking this year which is not eligible but you know what i don't uh the groundhog just might have a strangle hold on this category so long as it comes out in march because could be it's honestly bias yeah, it's it's one of the top moments of every bald move calendar, and it happens literally a month before the awards. So recency mm-hmm. bias, all that stuff. And hey, you know, we ro- raised almost twenty five thousand. We took us over a hundred thousand. You guys have raised a hundred thousand dollars for for charities over the last six years. Just us doing this goofy twenty four hour movie marathon deal. So, so this would be for which marathon though? Because it's not. That's what I'm for saying. It's actually for this is actually for James Bond. That no this one ever said, but like you know, I was I, I I did get a couple of the comments that made it clear that they were thinking of. Uh, oh well, Fast yeah. and Furious. But you know what? Uh, it's the Groundhog Day thing. So sure. there you go. All right, uh, number two is just the Walking Dead. Yeah, it's our just... Walking Dead coverage. Wow. All See, right. it's, it's, this is like a text box and I have to like, you know, like roll up some things like, you know, if someone sure, had a particular sure. favorite moment from The Walking Dead, then it becomes The Walking Dead. So gotcha. All right. Uh, number three is <laughs> lunch with Jim and Aaron. Happy Guys. Hey, Friday. This might just be the moment where Happy Guys. Hey, Friday was born. I don't know. But yeah, it, uh, I think this, this year is where is we came good. up to Happy Guys. Uh, hey, Friday. But lunch is definitely a mainstay. Yeah. Uh, number four, the Bald Move Christmas, which I uh, definitely assume, yeah, that would be the 2022 one. Uh-huh. Another Christmas has not happened yet. And number five, House of the Dragon coverage. Do you want me to read through some of the raw responses to this thing? Just for, you know, yeah, I'm curious. a little victory lap. Sure. Okay. Uh, Aaron's impression of Caraxes, funniest thing I've ever heard. This is the House of the Dragon thing. Um, of course, of course. badass film fest, uh, chatty P discussions during the Groundhog Day marathon. See, oh, God. that's not actually yeah, that's eligible, but uh, it was pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, discussion of physical Mount Rushmore for the badass Hall of Fame, uh, end of an era, the better call Saul coverage, all of it, right? Um, right. let's see, uh, falling for Christmas, so bad, but listening to the podcast or a few drinks made my Christmas. Uh, honestly, every lunch, every Friday, it's my weekly highlight, especially when life gets r- tough. Y'all bring so much love and joy and laughter. Uh, I like the review of Black Adam when you talked about a mom and electrician kicking the army of dead's butt with a, what it was a crowbar and a uh, and lead pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, lead pipe is an underrated melee weapon, as we've been talking about on Tilu. So mm-hmm. uh, I love the expressions you guys use, like shit to bed, which I find very funny. <laughs> Shit, the bed's good. Has to be ball move, keeping it leal in House of the Dragon. A lot mm. of people loving keeping it leal. Uh, Jim, memes over there. You're insistent that Lyle on Better Call Saul is a cuck. <laughs> this is the famous cuck <laughs> rant that I still have not. I can't listen to because I haven't got to that season yet. Yeah, yeah, second half of that season. Oh boy. Um, Paul Goblimatini, uh, or Goblin Maddie, <laughs> and other AI generated shenanigans uh-huh. during that was during the Christmas stuff. So that is eligible. Um, let's see. Uh, Tom, uh, Aaron, uh, admitting Tom Brady's the goat. Yeah, fuck you, Patriots fans. 
the return of the Mexican pizza and Aaron showing oh. me the way the double decker Mexican pizza. That was, uh, that was pretty, pretty good. Oh, succession podcast. Uh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good, uh, I think, uh, pretty good, uh, smorgish. What do you call that? Uh, sampling. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time this year. Y'all not so. being able to get past the pyroclastic flows of the rings of power. <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. All right. Are we ready for highest risk, high reward? I am ready. This is a peculiar category unique to the Bald Move Awards where we try to estimate Hollywood's highest risk, highest reward. The category, the, the way these work is if there is a beloved property that no one is ever asking for, no one's asking for a sequel, no one's asking for prequels, it's just kind of out there. Like if someone came back and did a Goonies. They will. Re, re, reboot, right? That would be a mm-hmm. high risk, high reward thing because you're taking, if you fuck that up, you're going to live in infamy. Um, there's also things that are just like, um, things that are just high risk conceptually. Or risky from a you know like a like a plot or franchise direction uh, uh, yeah direction development type of thing. Uh, the uh, the nominees in no particular order for this year were Top Gun Maverick. Hard to beat that high risk high reward. It's a thirty year old franchise. Tom Cruise on the tail end of his leading man career. Uh, this movie made more money than God. Uh, amazing risk, amazing reward. Stranger Things season four. Another one yeah. where it's like every time the Duffer brothers go back to make another season, they're risking, uh, they're they're risking our affection for the, the core material. And I think Stranger Things four was a return to form for the, this year. Mm-hmm. Avatar two, this is the quintessential James Cameron, you madman! What the fuck are you doing? No one's asking you for more Avatar. Why are you making them? Oh my god, it's made two billion dollars. <laughs> House of the Dragon risky because Game of Thrones is radioactive. It's the mm-hmm. Chernobyl dead zone. And by God, they colonized it and uh, made 10 million people watch it. And then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, not because it's, you know, it's a, in, how is this a risky project? It's risky to go forward with the death of Chadwick Boseman the way they did, you know, mm-hmm. to like not just recast Black Panther to keep the, the integrity of the character alive, but to to, to let the, the Marvel family grieve with them, I thought was pretty, I think we thought was pretty risky. Who is the highest risk, highest reward of the year? Let's see. This is this is a Jim and A-Rod only category. The community doesn't get a say. Uh, Avatar 2. Jim Cameron with the $2 billion yeah. bank gets the highest risk, highest reward. This um, is right. I, no one was asking I, for this sequel. He might get it for the next five years straight because I still don't want to see Avatar yeah. 3. I'm going oh, to see I'm Avatar 3. Yeah. I bet I love it. and I bet it makes $2 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, House of the Dragon. And uh, it's a cagey. As I think, I think HBO did something smart. They let the first, you know, they were pretty far along with that Naomi Watts long night uh, prequel. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know what? It just doesn't have it. They recognize the ground being still hot, warm to the touch. And they let it pass for House of the Dragon. And uh, they hit a home run Uh, dealing with the death of uh, Mr. Bozeman and Black Panther Wakanda Forever's number three. Top Gun Maverick, just again, resurrecting a legend here at number four and Stranger Things five. Uh, bringing up the the rear, uh, Killjoy, uh, the Madman, the Commission. I just want to—he's number seven on our list. I just want to give you a shout out because again, uh, that <laughs> dropping dropping five hundo on Killjoy, this insane ghetto clown horror film, mm-hmm. 
it, it paid off. It paid off, brother. What can I say? Yeah, it's amazing. That is uh, uh, the category for biggest, uh, biggest, biggest, uh, highest, highest risk, highest reward. Uh, our next category, this is another ginormous change, and it's something that I hope won't be too big a surprise for the community because it's something that we've been talking about year after year after year. Um, the fact this that... Is, this is one that you're probably going to want to listen to the deliberations on for a yeah. lot more details. Because, yeah, we can't go into the full details of why we made the decision, what we think the pros and the cons of it, because it's, you know, you never get anything for free. There's always trade-offs. Uh, we are we, we're changing the category from best male and best female actor. We are eliminating the 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 gender and sex based distinction. We're just going with best actor, but we've included a category of supporting actor. So there's still two <laughs> actors will be recognized. It's just it's going to be best actor and best supporting actor going forward. Again, if you want to know more about the. Uh, that uh that decision uh check out the the relevant deliberations um but yeah we've got uh uh actually non-binary people competing in categories this year mm-hmm. uh more and more you're getting to see uh trans individuals uh, non-binary individuals uh that are that are that are making noise and and, and doing great work and how to recognize those those individuals without insulting them uh or making them feel uncomfortable it's like I said, something we're wrestling with, and uh, we're just going to get out. We're going to get out ahead of the issue. And uh, we have the- been for a few years. You know, this isn't the first year we've talked about this and and wondered how are we going to deal with this. Um, because up up to like, I want to say 2020, maybe even before, we've been talking about this, and we've been a little too sheepish to actually change our categories. To recognize yeah, I mean, we had like, like I remember but... like B.D. Wong on Mr. Robot was a big one because you got a gay yeah. man playing a trans woman. And it's like, uh, you know, that's, you know, what 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 do we do? Um, Emma Darcy is the kind of the, the individual that yeah. motivated things this year. I noticed that they are being recognized as the, the in the, the actress category in a lot of the shows. And it seems like at her they're choice. pleased. Yeah, their, their choice excuse me uh yeah and, and but i don't know I what the, the choice was with the choice like Ellen do you want to be... page stuff uh yeah was like a big like how do we how do we handle this so right right and i like i said that there's 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 um uh one of the yeah well anyway uh, there's deliberations and let's see in no particular order for best supporting actor this year we have andy circus as kino loy from andor Zach Cherry as the fabulous Dylan G from Severance. Michael Mando as Nacho Varga from Better Call Saul. Matthew Good as Robert Evans from The Offer. And Stellan Skarsgård as Luthan Rail. Rail? Rail? Rail. Real. I thought you said this was a non-gendered category, Aaron. Uh, from Andor. Well, you know, that's one of the potential drawbacks <laughs> of doing it this way. Let's open the category. Yeah, you guys open the, the deliberations. deliberations and tell us what you think. Yep. <laughs> open it up. The envelope's being open, Jim. Mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård as Luthen from Andor. Very nice. This, um, you know, and that's the other thing about the supporting. It's like you could, this guy could easily be considered the lead of Andor. I think technically he is a supporting actor, but uh, he is, I think, the best part of a lot of a show that has a lot of best parts. Um, mm-hmm. he's got the coolest spaceship. He gets the best monologues. He gets to do the most tricky acting in terms of his kind of like dual role within the Republic. 
uh, I, I and I've always liked Stellan. I think he does a great. Uh, he does he does great work. Um, yeah. What 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 do you got to say about Stellan? No, I, I agree. Uh, obviously, I agree. Right. This is uh, our pick. I think it's a it's well deserved. Yeah, for all the reasons you mentioned. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. Commission podcasts are an awesome feature here at Bald Move that allows you, the individual listener, to decide what we talk about for a single podcast. The community loves it because it often leads to fun fan favorite films and TV shows that we've overlooked getting the coverage they deserve. And we love it because we're constantly exposed to great stuff that's not even on our radar. The way it works is simple. You go to support.baldmove.com and you click on commissions. Then you pay the flat rate for the commission and tell us what two-ish hours of content you'd like us to make podcast on. Then we'll contact you for details, advanced feedback, and any dedications you'd like to make. Then we watch the thing, discuss the thing, turn it into a podcast, and pump it right into your ears. We get consistently great feedback on how much our commissioners love their podcast, and they make great gifts for the dedicated Bald Move fan in your life. And who knows, that dedicated fan could even be you. Treat yourself. Check out support.baldmove.com for more info. You've been listening to quite a few Bald Move podcasts now, but you're not in the club? Whoo boy, you are missing out. Not only are all of our premium club podcast feeds completely ad-free, but we have lots of other great content exclusively for people in the club. There's a weekly lunch with Jim and Aaron where we chat with fans about anything and everything from TV and films, food, fun, life advice, and more. But there's also Off the Clock, our premium podcast where we talk about all the shows we don't have time for on our public feeds. Plus, you get access to our full spoiler-filled first-run movie reviews of our newly released films. Don't forget Instant Take and Talk Podcast, where we give our hot takes and discuss television shows with our fans live and immediately after the episode airs. With mega shows like House of the Dragon coming this summer, we're going to have lots to talk about. Not to mention access to our fun and friendly community of club members, with exclusive Discord channels and a dedicated forum. It's one of the best places on the internet to hang out and chat about pop culture. Bottom line, you're helping two regular type guys in the Midwest make the content you like to listen to, which some would say is reward unto itself. Help keep the lights on and the bits flowing at Bald Move. And get some awesome content for yourself. Head to support.baldmove.com to join the club today. try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. But some people aren't a joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them, or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. And now, back with more Bald Move. Number two is Matthew Good as Bob Evans from The Offer. Again, you guys should see The Offer, and he is spectacular as the producer 
uh, or they, I guess the president of Paramount Pictures during the Godfather era. Michael Mando is Nacho Varga from Better Call Saul. That's the gym pick. Andy Serkis uh, from Andor and Zach Cherry is Dylan G from Severance. Uh, keep your eye on that guy. I think he's going <laughs> to be a fan favorite in our coverage this year of Severance. Uh, oh, the yeah. community. Community likes Michael Mando. 18% for Nacho wow. Varga. Stellan Skarsgård uh, just got edged out at 17%. John Turturro is Irving Bailiff. Interesting. Mm. The community likes Irving. We like Dylan. Uh, might be a community fight ahead. 12% of the vote. Andy Serkis uh, at 9%. And then Eve Best is Princess Rhaenys Targaryen at 8%. Uh, good role for her as well. For sure. Okay. All right, Aaron. Supporting actor. Oh, it's back to you. Okay. It's back to me. I have the pleasure, nay, the honor of presenting the biggest badass of the year. I feel like th- th- this is is premature in some ways because here in a couple months, we're going to be doing our badass celebration and we're going to get real in the weeds on this stuff. But this is celebrating the biggest badass last year. Uh, in no particular order, Put it up there. John Cena for Peacemaker. Uh, Amber Midthunder for Prey. Alexander Skarsgård, another Skarsgård making a list here, for The Northman. David Harbour for Stranger Things and Violent Night submitting Ooh, two pieces here. It might be cheating. Another, another cheater. Another cheating scandal. <laughs> and Robert Pattinson for The Batman. Aaron, let's find out who won. <sighs> I'm on pins and needles over here. I have the results. The results are in. The tab, the tick marks have been tallied. 2022 Bobby Award for biggest badass of the year goes to David Harbour for Stranger Things and Hell yeah, Night. get it, big guy. That's an interesting choice. Interesting. Uh, I like his beard. I like his dad bod. I like his Santa Claus. I'm I like big. his violence. I like, I like his... his violence. Yep. I like his knights. Yeah. I like I like him beheading. I like him beheading uh Demogorgons with the sword of Conan the Barbarian. What's there not mm-hmm. to like? This is this was a impressive and, and it's like, you know, just Sheriff Hopper alone, pretty badass role. But to be Santa mm-hmm. Claus? Yeah. Yeah, there's be lots Santa of Santa Claus on this kicking too. this much ass. Like this is gonna be movie, a movie that people are enjoying 20, 30 years from now. I, 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 think, I, think so. I think it's a modern classic along the lines of like Die Hard or Home Alone. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm excited to be watching it uh, for many, many Christmases to come. It was badass and it had that heart, that spirit of Christmas that you expect of a true holiday classic. Yeah. Uh, so the expectations no, requirement. Rounding out the list here, uh, number two, Alexander Skarsgård is a Northman. I think this Boy, is also a very close strong to show. Gilding the hell out of the Skarsgård family this year. Mm-hmm. All that dripping uh, with baldy gold. John Cena coming in third for Peacemaker. Beating out Respect. Robert Pattinson with his superhero, the Batman. Uh, Man, Batman Mid-Thunder. counts for a lot. That's a, that's an iconic badass role. For sure. And Amber Midthunder at number five for her role in Prey. Fighting a predator. That's pretty badass. You know, that's the uh, thing is like, that's also like <laughs> low key, most improved badass because she played a badass in Legion. I never bought it. Effortlessly sells uh-huh. the action in this movie. For um, sure. Yeah. Great. Great job. Uh, boy, we're 
We, we've got a lot of uh, coming together to do with the ball move community here over the yeah, next I don't year think, because I don't there's think a big e diversion. Even going on the, ball, the badass thing for two, three years now, I still don't think they're fully in sync with our Gen X uh, elder millennial sensibilities on action. Just, yeah, they're, they're, it's okay. This, this, these kids have been raised on, on Keanu Reeves. They need to go back and, and study the original <laughs> masters, the Old Testament badasses. Come on yeah, now. Yeah, you got to go before speed. Before speed, if you want to yeah. talk badass. Yeah. Uh, all right, winning the community list on this category is Matt Smith from House of the Dragon. 11.82%. Not not a huge showing here. They're all... There's a tight grouping Ooh, of really split. The, the, the community is divided. The community is divided on badasses here. Yeah, he's undoubtedly badass, but I, I feel like his biggest badass moments are yet to come and and so also if we'll you see. want to check out the liberations this is one of our most <laughs> of course yeah. hotly contested we took like three hours to pour over mm -hmm. this list yeah it's a big list and yeah we have we have feelings about this yeah uh tony dalton comes in number two for better call Saul for lalo uh great pick didn't make our list but we talked about it uh here's where we we kind of come together a little bit david harbour for stranger things of violent night 10 percent of the list Thank God. Uh, the vote. Uh, Michelle Yeoh did not make our list, but everything everywhere all at once, 9.55% of the vote, just half a percent below mm -hmm. David Harbour there. Mm -hmm. uh, and we all match up at number five with Amber Midthunder for Prey, 9.09% of the vote. It's good stuff, man. I'm, Funny I'm how we came together there. Really impressed with how tightly grouped that is. Less mm -hmm. than 2% separating number one from number five. Lots of badass. Do you have another envelope or is it my turn? Oh, it appears I do. It appears I do. Wait, is uh, it the last? Is it the last? Because we both have one final. No. I'm just, okay, gotcha. I, I have one more after this, but this is the big category. This is the one you want to win. If you're out there, you know, you, you're an actor up and coming. You're thinking, man, I need to win a Baldi this year. That's right. How do I do it? Well, this is the most prestigious, perhaps, uh, for the actors. It is best actor. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you can get any more prestigious than that as an actor. They ain't supporting shit. There's right there, front and center on the stage. We got to find the list here. All right. In no particular order, the top five are Britt Lower. Britt Lauer? As Helly from Severance. Hell yeah. uh, Bob Odenkirk as Jimmy McGill from... <laughs> Jimmy James McGill, uh, Gene, uh, Saul Goodman... Take Cheating three roles in one Pretty show. Much. Oh my god! Uh, from Better Call Saul, we've got Jeremy Allen White as Carmen Carmi Berzado from The Bear. Uh, we have Ray Seahorn as Kim Wexler from Better Call Saul, and Emma Darcy as Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen from House huh, of the nice, Dragon. Nice that uh, we had some uh, uh, a, 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 a diversity in that uh, top five. Diverse representation in that top five. Let's find out who won, Aaron. Yeah. And the winner of the 2022 Bald Move Award for Best Lead Actor goes to Bob Odenkirk for Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman slash Gene. Whatever Bald his move name scandal. Is. 50% of the Bald Move hosts have not seen this performance. Uh somehow there was some <laughs> some glad handing, some back some backroom deals. Uh yeah, Bob, you're welcome. I'll see at you least, after the show. At least at least Ray Seahorn wasn't the second. It wasn't in second place. Right, right. Rounding out the list here at number two. Oh, Ray Seahorn is. What Kim the Wexler. fuck? <laughs> two? 
Number one and two, and only fifty percent of hosts have seen it. What the shit? Security. Hmm. We've had a we've had a crime committed here. What's going on? It must Pers- just be that good. It must be Pers- that good. Persuasive. Jim Jones, persuasive man. What can I say? Uh, number three, Jeremy Allen White as Carmi from the Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, what just a performance of of tension and stress, anxiety, uh, depression, all of it. So good. Uh, in number four, Emma Darcy as Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen. Boy, they just nailed that role. A lot of hard work yeah. to do there for them. And it's like one of those things where it's like you also have to give credit to Millie Alcock as like the stage one booster for that performance. Which I think they... is why they're not higher on this list because yeah, 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 they had help. Uh, number five, Britt Lower as Helly from Severance. I think she is great. I really enjoyed all of the different things she's asked to do, and some of that was very tough work as well. It's a tough, it's a tough role, and if you got the wrong person playing it, the whole thing, because like you have to be drawn in, like from the audience, but she's kind of the audience surrogate mm-hmm. uh, in that that first season into an extremely strange world. So yeah. you have to you, you have to nail that, and, and then she did. It might oh be man, controversial her work in beating out Adam Scott on this uh, category, but I don't think so. Adam Scott know. has got a very generous role he plays, where he kind of facilitates. You know, he's arguably the protagonist but he's more of a facilitator for the action and everybody else to play off of right uh let's find out what the community had to say in this category they picked one that did not even make our top five what for their number one what patty considine from king as king viserys the first ah king visi t yeah that's that's respectable i'm glad i'm glad he's getting the recognition that's a hell of a role it is and we talked at length about him in the deliberations because this category yeah, is another one that we amazing. spent a lot of time agonizing over yeah for sure uh here's where we start to match up a little better their number two is our number two ray seahorn is kim wexler better call saul 18.14 percent of the vote just two percent less than king busy t healthy uh bob odenkirk right below her at number three 16.37 so they they swapped those around all right, uh, number four, we're 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 close to in sync here again with Jeremy Allen White as Carmi uh, from the Bear, and wow, sneaking onto the list here, number five, John Bernthal as Sergeant Wayne Jenkins, and we own the city. Hmm, respect. It's a tough one for me because he's he really loves to play John Bernthal in these John bernthal John Bernthal roles. But he's John Bernthal the Balmer accent, you know. Have you ever heard you ever heard that before? Sure. Come on now. It's a slight variation on a theme. Uh yeah, and that rounds out the category for best actor. All right, we got another fun category before we get to the the hammer of the night. Uh this is Best Bald Move Christmas, which Jim and I thought we were being clever and we were rolling out for the first time. I discovered in compiling the results that actually we had done this the year before and i'm curious to see the difference between our rankings because this was kind of an agonizing one as well um mm-hmm. the 2022 best bald move christmas which and there are how many every year Six is total? eligible no there's seven there's seven seven total. uh in no particular order we got to top five which is uh the merry scary christmas uh then we got the merry culkin keatmas We've got the Badass Christmas, got the Very Giamatti Christmas, and we got McAllister McLeanmas 2 Christmas Harder. 
Let's see. Open up this envelope. It's getting, I, I don't know why, but mine are getting stuck in the bottom. I'm getting pranked. I'm getting punked <laughs> over here. The 2022 Bald Move Award for Best Bald Move Christmas goes to McAllister McLean was two Christmas Harder. Very nice. Now, this one uh, oh, featured Die Hard 2, Home Alone 2, Jingle All the Way 2, and A Christmas Story. Uh, it's a great Christmas. Then we had uh, Very Giamatti Christmas, Mary Culkin Keatmas, A Merry Scary Christmas, and then A Badass Christmas. Would you like to know what our Chris, what our number one Christmas or what our Christmas ranking was last year? Oh boy, sure, embarrass me. So we had a very <laughs> Giamatti Christmas up number one. Nice, nice. Which is number two for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a merry scary Christmas was number two. That was number four. McAllister McLean was two. Our champion was number three this year. Huh. Merry COVID Christmas, which was our least favorite Christmas at number eight, was number four. And then uh, the 24 Days of Bald Move Christmas, which was number six on our list, was number five. Um, Hmm. What the hell, man? Uh, We're just just different folks a year down the line, huh? Apparently we've changed. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if let's let's see. Let's check the the community for consistency Uh, this year. uh, Twenty one percent preferred to Mary Culkin Keatmas. Oh, I'm sorry. That's last year. Uh, this is shocking. 21.65% of people like the Yo-Ho-Ho first drum movie <laughs> okay. uh, Christmas. That was this year's. That wasn't eligible last year because we hadn't done it. Uh, right. But it's the number one. Is that massive recency bias or what the Gotta hell? Be. Gotta um, be. Because it sucked. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're, really, we're really running out of ideas. We're just throwing anything out there seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, our inspiration was seven, eight years ago. Uh, number two is the McAllister McLean was two. Uh, they, which is same as last year. It's holding, holding steady right. with uh, 16% of the vote, uh, 15% of the vote, just 1% less likes the badass Christmas, which was number five on their list last year. Uh, Mary Culkin Keatmas. That was the home alone, Jack Frost, Batman returns and star Wars holiday special. Ah, uh, yes. uh, that got 12% of the community's vote. It didn't. It was the number one last year, uh, and then uh, the Merry Scary Christmas was number five, and it was number three in the list this year. That was the one with Rare Exports, Krampus, Gremlins, a very belt of Christmas, and our first live stream Secret Santa. No, I guess it was our returning live stream Secret Santa. Mm, yeah. So what do you know? People are fickle with their Christmas Christmas likes. And I mean, they have an explanation. The audience is probably different. You know, different people make up our audience, whereas our, I, I guess technically, like I have new brain cells. Maybe those brain cells just don't like. Probably killed more than game, though, honestly. Uh, which that can that can That's definitely fair. affect things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have the highlight of the night here to go oh, over. Man. It's going to be the our last category of the Baldies constellation. It's the one that Craig Mason is going to be submitting for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's best drama. This is this is the one that I'm always most concerned about getting right, I guess. Uh, and right is subjective, obviously, but I have a feeling uh, that we are probably going to agree with a lot of people, if not in the exact order, then in rough order. Uh, let's run it down. Top five in no particular order here. House of the Dragon, season one. The yes. Bear, season one. Yes. Uh, a lot of season ones in this. Severance, season one. 
Andor season one. And it's all premieres and finales. Better Call Saul season six rounding out the top five here. It's, I mean, it just, this does feel like a new era as beginning. Like all For of sure. the, all of the stuff the bald move is founded on the walking deads, the game of Thrones, the breaking bad universe, Mm-hmm. They are all put out to bed or turning over completely new chapters in their existence. And we guess there's a whole new crop. So yeah, it's kind of exciting. Exciting time to, to be alive. Yeah. I'm excited to Just... find out who won it. Here we go. And the winner. Best ball. The, the 2022 bald move award for best TV drama goes to. Severance season one. Oh, yes. amazing. This is the third Baldy Gold they won tonight, is it not? I believe so. Biggest miss, biggest surprise, and best, best drama? drama overall. Uh, That's amazing. Again, guaranteed we're going to be back next year or not next year, mm-hmm. hopefully this year. I know there's, I think they're still shooting it. Uh, we're hoping to get this later in 2023. Severance mm-hmm. season two is going to be uh, as long as they can keep it going, which is always a big if. But it, uh, oof, it, it might be the the mother of Westworld, True Detective, the leftovers. I mean, yeah. it's it's that's that 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 good old puzzle box trying to figure Sci-fi out what the hell is going on. Love no it. podcasting like it. Well, let's get to uh, the rest of the top five here. We have Better Call Saul season six at number two, which uh, yeah had had to recognize an amazing show going out. In an amazing universe. Uh, number three is The Bear, which is a small show, but punches well above its weight in both yes. like yeah budget and star power and uh, just you know where where it's being released, all those sorts of things. It's the Wolverine of prestige dramas, small but yeah. mighty. Uh, number four, Andor season one. Uh. Boy, stiff competition this year because coming out of Andor, I would have expected it higher, frankly. Mm. Uh, and number five, House of the Dragon season one. Yeah, that's a, that's a murderer's row. Some great television this year. And the other thing is, uh, three out of the five are science fiction fantasy shows. Right. And our best drama said how we might we, we're 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 perhaps rethinking how we do prestige and pulp yeah what's the so what's many the community of these good shows I mean, if, if there's shows. no science fiction fantasy in the community's top five i'm scared i'm scared well fear not aaron uh the community matched up with us damn near 100 percent on this list severance is number one for them as well what's the 24.44 percent of the vote nice so not it, as big as the biggest miss but still and and the top three here are pretty tightly grouped. Uh, 21.33% of the vote. Better Call Saul number two matching us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. And then things start to diverge a little bit. Hot D, uh, season one, got 20.44% of the vote at number three. I mean, three. just on sheer popularity. I mean, there's so many, so many people. Absolutely. Yeah, fandom is big for that. Uh, number four is Andor to match us on of our course. number four. Uh, that's where the the percentage kind of drops off. Ten point two two percent. Not as many people with Disney Plus, I guess, as HBO. Hmm. That makes uh, sense. And then number five, rounding out the community list, is Stranger Things season four, which actually Ooh. was our runner up. That's like, our number right six. At number yeah. six. Yeah. yeah. So man, what a year of TV! All of these shows were just great. Yeah. 
Uh, and any one of them had, I think, the shot to be considered number one. It was another category that we we really agonized over. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. So another year, another great year of television, another great year of movies, commission podcast, all kinds of stuff, best bald move moments. Uh, thank you for everyone who voted. Thanks to everyone that's listened to the podcast. And thanks to everybody that sticks around year after year, uh, makes bald move what it is. We really appreciate your support. Uh, we're really looking forward to a great year of television in 2023. In fact, it's already on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are if you haven't gotten to it, The Last of Us, boy, if you have any affection for the zombie genre, the post-apocalypse genre, quality acting, uh um immersive storytelling and world building uh you need to get on that and then there's so much to come we're about to get back on yellow jackets which was our i think number one best debut of 2021 i'm pretty sure that's true uh that's coming out i think next week right we'll have our Uh, yeah the preview cast will be out next week yeah and then we start full coverage after that that's on showtime Mm -hmm. uh yo severance is going to be the big uh red letter uh, day we got circled on our calendar coming out later this year um again just 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 tons of great television hopefully we'll see the return of foundation a lot of stuff we're excited about mm-hmm. uh but yeah i cannot wait to see what makes noise in 2023 other than the last of us of course and uh curious to see what you guys thought of the award show but that's going to do it for us tonight make sure to tip your waiter or waitress uh your waiting your wait person and uh, we'll see you next year on another fabulous Baldies. Congratulations to all the winners. Suck it to all the losers. Good night, everybody.